Hello, boss, and welcome back to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Today, I'm joined by special guest Jacinta Dark, who is the business owner of Elsk Botanical. Elsk Botanical is an outdoor design studio to help you create spaces that you want to be in, a space that is relaxing, a space you can entertain and enjoy your life. I am talking with Jacinta about the messy middle stage of business. Jacinta joined me inside of cohort one of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy and ahead of joining us inside of the academy, she was doing all the things and feeling very overwhelmed by her business. And in today's conversation, we're going to talk about how she was able to build a business model that allows her business to grow, but also retain that freedom and flexibility for her to enjoy not only her family, but also her life. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed by all the things in your business, I think you're going to get a lot of value and insight from Jacinta's experience. Are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Jacinta. I am so excited for you to be joining me today on the podcast. A very warm welcome. Thanks, Christy. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so thrilled for us to be having this conversation. You and I work together in cohort number one of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy. And you and I have also worked together as you have helped me with part of my renovation, which we will talk about throughout today's conversation. And prior to us actually working together, we had been longtime followers of each other's work. And I'd love to begin the conversation with you sharing a little bit more about who you serve, what you do, and a little bit about your services through your lens. So Elsk Botanical is essentially a design studio where we create beautiful, functional, inspiring outdoor spaces. So we go from the concept and design through to project management and installation. So we love bringing it all together for our clients so they can relax and enjoy their space. So we're all about thoughtful design that's inviting and allows you to relax and use your space, whether it's with the family or to entertain. Our philosophy is that your environment impacts your mood and your general well-being so having a space that's connected to nature having a space that's really thoughtfully curated really impacts how you live your life and I know I personally get so much positive energy going into a beautifully styled space and whether it's you know a store whether it's a restaurant or whether it's a hotel the look and the feeling that a space gives you really impacts my enjoyment of of being there I guess so to the point where you can ask my husband we've sort of walked out of different restaurants at different times because it just didn't feel right so the vibe wasn't quite right so and that doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be a really high-end space or um, with a lot of designer furniture but it's just how the space is brought together so at Elsk I think there's probably three main elements to 
our design and what we really try and think about with our clients. And that's um, one, having a space that functions as you live. So it functions the way you want to use your space. Two is having things that you love. I really delight in helping people find and filter through all of the options out there, I guess, to find things that they really love. So, and I guess the third thing, which uh, is really important to us at Us Botanical is a connection to nature, whether that's a pot and a plant or connection to the garden, you can see that in many different forms. Yeah, I mean... As I said at the beginning, I have had the pleasure of working with you through our renovation and what you said about your environment can influence or affect your your life and also your well-being. It's so true. And since we have redone our outdoor space, it just feels like there is somewhere to go. It's like a sanctuary. Like my husband and I talk about the fact that we feel like we live in a resort So I feel like you really helped to bring that together. We obviously had structural landscapers who did all of the hard work, but then there was that piece afterwards or I knew that was approaching is how are we going to live in this? What's it going to look like? And it's so daunting to think about what pieces are going to work where. And as I said to you at the beginning of us working together is I really need to tie it all together. There's quote unquote rooms within our outdoor space. And you were able to help to curate that so that there was synergy between all of the spaces. And so no matter where you are in our garden, it feels like the same place, but it feels different at the same time, which is super special. So I can definitely relate to that well-being and happiness piece because I feel so much happiness and joy out there. Oh, that's so good. I'm so pleased you're enjoying the space and it feels and is working, you know, for you guys as a family as you envisaged. Yeah. You've come from a different place. Like originally it was plant curation and now you've gone more into this functional outdoor living design. And I think this is a real emerging industry, Jacinta. I think that this is something that's going to have a huge breakthrough this year and you're at the forefront of it. And I think that more and more people are going to start to invest in their outdoor space. I can tell you, having done it myself, there are so many people that stop outside our house. And a neighbour actually said to me just this morning, they said, Christy, your house is looking awesome, but there's like a traffic jam out the front because people are stopping to look. So I think that people are starting to realize that you can create some amazing things. And having just come back from the US, one of the things that I noticed is that all the gardens look really amazing. But you've come from a different space. Like you started off with plant curation and now you've gone into the interior design. How did that come about? Yeah. So I guess Elsk has really evolved over the last four years that I've been doing it. But It came about by listening to my clients, I guess, and seeing what they were actually needing help with. So I did start my journey mainly with plants and that was around plant styling. So thinking about what kind of vibe you're trying to create and working with plants that will create that vibe. But I guess it really came together when I styled my own home as well. And I was really interested in pulling all of those elements together. So how the furniture that you chose, how the paving that you used, how the plants and pots that you used really brought it all together. And those extra stuff elements like your cushions and towels and um, things that you put on the table that really tie it together and make it feel really personal 
and really um, a beautiful space to be. So I had a lot of cheerleaders at the beginning, I would say, so friends and family, and I did a lot of work with people that I knew and my referrals just grew from that in terms of people sharing their experiences like you have with others. So I've grown and matured in my role as a, as a designer within, within ELSC and um, wanting to bring all of that together. So it can be really tricky when you, you know, you love a couch or you love a table or, or a pot, but how do all of those elements work together? How do you get this scale right so that, you know, it fits into the space well? So it was a lot of feedback, a lot of learning from me, but wanting to really provide that full service to the customer. So from from a concept through to installing. And I mean, the installation is my my favorite part. I project manage it down to everything arriving in a couple of days and potting all the plants and, and having like a big reveal. And that's, I guess, my favorite part of um, any project is that big reveal to the client and having them delight in what they see. I love that. It certainly has been a beautiful natural evolution and unfolding of your business. And one thing that I think that we can all really take away from what you said at the beginning of that was that it came from your clients. Your clients really needed that. And I can totally understand what you were saying about scale. It's so hard to kind of go, okay, how would that work? And then how does that tie back to that one? And then, and it's the little things like the cushions, the pot plants. I mean, we spent a long time figuring out the pots for our place because it was like, you want to stay on genre, but you also want it to be unique and special. And we were very clear about what we did and didn't want, but you just totally nailed that. So I love how it's naturally evolved through the years and experience that you've had, and you're really meeting your clients where you're at, as well as honoring you and what you enjoy, the fact that you love that as well. That's been super important and a journey for me as well as a business owner to understand my strengths and understand um, what brings me joy, which is why I started my own business in the first place. So because you can get caught up in all the things and and yeah, so, so I'm bringing it back to my expertise, I guess. So when we started to work together inside of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy, you were at quite that transitional space between what you were doing previously and then moving into more of this outdoor design piece. Can you tell us a little bit about what was going on for you at that time inside of the business? Absolutely. It's very fair to say I was in a big transitional period in that else was still at a small business on the side of my career as an occupational therapist. So I've been managing it, I guess you would call it as a side hustle for four years prior to that. And getting to that point where I was getting enough work to make me super busy that, you know, I couldn't hold on to both careers. So I did make the leap to jump out of clinical role and into the business full time. So big leap of faith. But I had, a, you know, a lot of supporters through my family and friends and so on and so forth. So when I uh, took on else full time, I guess I was saying yes to everything because you worry financially <laughs> about getting enough work. You worry about being busy enough when you're first starting out. So I was saying yes to all jobs 
anyone who asked, you know, and I was doing uh, workshops and I was doing um, maintenance and I was doing lots and lots of different things, hiring plants out, styling for real estate. So there were so many things and I guess I had no specific plan and direction. So I really needed that business coaching and that business help. So when I came to the academy, I can't even remember that person really because it was 12 months ago. I think I've come so far in that time. But, yeah, obviously I've come from such a clinical background. I studied, you know, at uni for four years to be an OT and I sort of just jumped into business with a lot of passion and creativity with no business acumen, I guess. So I was really seeking support in those areas, yeah. Yeah, I think that what you're describing is something that's very common for small business owners at this stage of business where you're trying to do all of the things and you're trying to figure out what, you know, what you're offering and you don't want to say no to anybody and to your point earlier that, you know, you're starting to get your business going and getting that momentum and there's also a little bit of fear around, oh, well, if I say no to that or if I really get into this, then what's going to happen? And when you don't have that business strategy in place, that makes it even more confusing for you as to what to do next. So you're at this transitional stage and and you were saying yes to all the things and you knew that you'd gained this great traction with your business. When you decided to join us inside of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy, what is it that you were hoping to achieve throughout our time together? First and foremost, I was really keen to connect with others in business. So yourself, but also the other academy alumni, I guess. So I really was really seeking that group, I guess, where we shared common challenges, ambitions, and so on. So I think that was really lacking when you're working on your own. You're really uh, relying on support from people who potentially don't have the advice to give you. So I was really keen to connect and that's why the academy format really appealed to me. I guess secondly was to have more confidence in my business, my story and the brand itself. So when you're on your own, it's easy to feel quite lost or feel like you're, you know, I just wanted to hear other people's stories and really connect and just have more confidence in my business. Yeah, it's so true. When you are working on your own, it can feel like you're a bit of a a lone soldier along the way. And it can also feel like in some ways that this is exclusively happening to you. But actually, when you're in a room with other business owners who are at an equally similar stage of business, regardless of industry, it's interesting how much there's synergy between what you're going through and what you're experiencing. And there's so much comfort in that. And I think that when you're in a room and you're talking about what you've experienced with the content and whatnot, and to hear other people's experience with it makes you go, oh, I didn't think of it like that. Or I'm so glad you said that because I thought I was the only one that thought or felt like that. And then that confidence and clarity piece, like I think it's so easy when you have confidence and when you have clarity, anything is possible. And I really believe that. And it's so awesome to hear that you got to have that through the process of working with the other business owners inside of the academy and the experience as a whole. So throughout the process of the academy over the 16 weeks, what did you love about the experience? That's my first question. And then I'll back that up with how have you applied what you've learned inside the academy to take your business to that next level? I think I have really loved the group. So I still connect with the other people, yourself included, who were involved. 
and I've actually worked with um, one of the other academy people. So that has been fabulous and just supporting each other, you know, whether it's a, a message on Instagram or liking each other's updates on social. So that has given me a real sense of connection. So I think that was one of the main things I've been seeking. But what I've learned, it's a big long list, but I guess a lot of reflecting on my past experiences. And that was something that was quite surprising to me, I guess, too, really going back and thinking about my story and what has brought me to this point. Previously, I probably thought there was two defined careers. I was an OT and now I'm this. And spending that time reflecting on the skills and knowledge that I've acquired in that career and what I can bring to this career really validated that for me, that it is more of a transition rather than a start and finish. And so that really helped me think a lot about why I'm doing what I'm doing. And all of the focus on environment really became apparent for me where I was able to really think about as an OT, you're thinking about environment and and how that impacts on a person's function. And in a similar way, I'm thinking about how an environment when I'm designing a space will impact on that client and their family. So that was really, really fantastic just to think about that link rather supporting what I'm doing now. The other thing is, I guess, how to be an expert in my own business and what I stand for and then being able to speak to that. So I think whilst I still find it hard to articulate at times and I think that's just me personally I'm learning but it's giving me a lot more confidence to be an expert in that space. So the other thing was how to create a business with intention. So thinking about you know why I started and what I really want to get out of the business. So I've still got a a little way to go, but I've started structuring things uh, a lot better to um, match and suit my busy family life with how I'm structuring my business life. So it probably sounds obvious, but sometimes it takes time to sort of explore and think about so that you can make a plan moving forward. So one of the biggest things, I suppose, was finding my niche. So what am I really going to focus on in my business. So as I said before, I was doing everything, which was great. And I felt really busy and I felt like I was achieving a lot, but it's not sustainable over time. So I'm moving into my niche now as looking at outdoor spaces, looking at completing complete projects. And I feel that it will be um, an easier process moving forward and, I, and I'm going to enjoy that a lot more. I'm going to be serving my clients, um, you know, in a better way. And um, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. You're not alone in that experience of feeling like there was the before and then there was the after and those, how do you create that linkage between the career that you had before you started your business and then the business that you have? There's a lot of content inside of one of the modules that really helps to guide you through that process and help you to understand where to look to create those links. And I really believe that when you have that absolute solidarity of where you've come from and what you stand for and what you don't stand for and why you're doing what you're doing and what makes you unique and all of the things that have contributed, transferable skills, life skills, all of those things they don't just start when you start your business. That starts way back, right? And to have, I guess, that clear understanding of your chronological timeline and how all of those things fit into 
why you do what you do and how you can uniquely create the transformational outcomes and impacts for your clients, that then gives you that, okay, right, this isn't just from four, five, six years ago when I started my business. This is lifelong stuff. And I know with all of that behind me, I can go out there and I can do this and I can do that. And it's just that it just really helps to contribute or give some notches on your belt to go, yep, I can offer that thing, which, you know, when you don't feel like you have all of that history behind you, you might be a little more hesitant to go away and offer that or increase your prices or whatever that might be for your business. And then I love the what you said about building a business with intention, doing all the things. I actually think it's really important for early stages of business to do all of the things because it gives you experience and it also gives you a better understanding of what you want and what you don't want so that when you're at this stage of business, you can declutter all the weeds and then build a business that actually works for you. But you know that you've tried all the things and you know what you actually want this to look like moving forward. And to have that niche and to be really clear on who it is that you want to serve and what it is, is what problem you're solving and what outcome you're giving those people is, that's massive. Like I think that there's so much talk about niche and so much talk about who your ideal client is, but it's so much more than just the basics that informs so much of what your business is and how you're going to deliver your services and what services you're going to have. So to have that very clear in your mind is a great Uh, launch pad into this next season of your business. So what should we expect from Else Botanical in 2023? And lots of work on my business this first quarter. So I'm doing a new website, which should be out by the time this podcast launches, which will really showcase some of the previous installations I've done. So I've had some fantastic photography and it will also outline my services going forward from 2023. So it's exciting uh, to get that out there and it's been a lot of work to pull together, but I'm really excited to get that out into the world. I've got some new projects starting this month, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to working with those clients and bringing those projects together. I am hoping that my new services will create sort of some space for a good um, balance, I guess, if that's a possibility between work-life balance. So that's Elskin 2023, moving moving forward into to outdoor spaces. Yeah, I love that. And I love that your intention is to have that balance. And, you know, there's always going to be fine-tuning of your business and you're almost having this relaunch of your business somewhat with your new services and your website and what you're going to be looking to achieve this year. So that's very, very exciting. So as we wrap up our conversation today, what would you say to anybody who was sitting on the fence and thinking about joining the Academy? What would you say to them? I would say invest in yourself. I know there's a financial, you know, investment, but it's really investing in yourself, investing in your business. But I would say make sure you you have the time to invest as well. You really need to spend the time on the Academy to get the most out of it. You know, the old what you put in, you get out. But it's, um, it's a really good time and space to really hone what you want to be doing in your business um, and how you want to move forward. So I would say yeah, make some fantastic connections that you'll have throughout your business journey, which is wonderful. Good advice. Definitely. If you are thinking about joining the Academy, making sure you set aside that time and that you invest in not only the learning, but also the implementation and execution of what you're learning. 
Now, Jacinta, where can we find you? How can we learn about your work? So um, obviously a website. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook and Pinterest, so all the socials. And if you are looking to make your Instagram feed really beautiful, you absolutely must follow Jacinta because she has lots of incredible images of the work that she does. And yeah, if you're wanting more green inside of your feed, then definitely go and check out Jacinta. As someone who has personally invested in Jacinta's services, I definitely recommend if you are thinking about doing your outdoor space and you are based in Brisbane and surrounds, you should definitely go and check out her website, learn more about her services, because having dealt with that overwhelm of what to do in terms of bringing the outdoor spaces together and making it functionable as well as beautiful, having someone who is an expert at this is absolutely essential and well worth the investment. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Jacinta. I appreciate you coming and sharing your experience with us. And I'm so thrilled that you got so much value from the Academy and that this has provided you with the support that you needed to go away and really transform your business so that not only are you doing the work that you love, but you're working with the people that you enjoy working with, but also have that ability to have a life that you also love, which is always important to me and I know is important to you. Thank you so much. And to you, boss, thank you so much for joining us for today's conversation. If Jacinta's story resonated and inspired you, I encourage you to join us for the next round of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy. If you're listening to this episode as it goes live, the doors will be open through to Friday, the 17th of February at 5 p.m. So I invite you to click the link and join us for this cohort. This is the place to be if you want to build a strategy so that you can A, grow your business, but B, allows you to do so in a sustainable way. You need to create space in your business in order for you to be able to have the freedom and flexibility that you crave. So head down into the link, join us today, build that business strategy and make the changes that you need to make in order to free up your time and create more impact whilst doing so. Thanks again for joining us for today's conversation. As always, I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.